If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. We're excited to be here with you. Uh, Shira, how are you doing today? You know, I'm doing good. Today good. has been a good day. Um, I had a cousin who had a birthday, and okay. so we all went out to eat, and it was just a really fun time yeah. being around family and seeing, like, family that I don't see all the time. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. That's good, Shia. And And fun. But you stayed home. Did I you stayed enjoy home, your time you know, alone? Yeah, I was really, I, you know, I was kind of setting up the podcast, you know, I'm doing my tech stuff with the podcast. Mm-hmm. But no... Uh, I had a cool time. I was kind of watching, catching up on some uh, NBA playoffs. You know, I'm a sports fanatic, so I was able to kind of catch up on that and just kind of, just kind of unwind. You know, sometimes it's good when you and the kids is out the house and I can, you know, just kind of relax and stretch out a little bit. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that as we get older, we do more of that. Yes. Where it's like, okay, something's happening, but we don't all have to go. Yeah. One person can stay home and yeah. like rest. Um, yeah. Which is nice sometimes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Well, Shy, let's get right into uh, today's topic because um, I'm really excited about this. I mean, who doesn't know that uh, I am a real estate fiend? I love everything real estate. And we're going to be talking about an interesting topic today. Zillow, our good friends at Zillow. Uh, uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> they've done we a. We don't know them people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they've done another projection. On the future of the housing market. That's what everybody wants to know. Right. When are the houses going to go down? When can I get in this market? When is it? When, 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 right? Right. So, so for this year or for? For 2023, for 2023. the future, the near future. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack, so we're going to do that. But Shire, first thing I want to do is I want to talk about the Federal Reserve. Let's talk about what the Federal Reserve is doing they've recently uh, increased the interest rates mm-hmm. what does that mean i mean okay we hear that a lot what does that mean right. what are they attempting to do right that's and, what i wanted to know yeah. i mean if the interest rates are higher then i'm thinking okay when it comes to housing your house payment is going to be more right. because the interest is higher yeah. you know that's pretty clear but what are the other implications and yeah. thought 
process behind it. Right. So let's break it down. Forbes uh, does a pretty good breakdown here. So we're going to go to uh, Forbes and, and kind of break this down. Shot. Did you want to read? You're a better reader than me. Oh, you're going to let me read. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is a, a quote from a Forbes article. Um, it talks, it says, what happens when the Fed's raises rates so higher interest rates make loans more expensive for businesses and consumers and everyone ends up spending more on interest payments and so it's like okay i got that we know that (laughs) um and then it goes on to say that those who can't or don't want to afford the higher payments postpone projects that involve financing Mm -hmm. and so that makes sense as well so a person might say the interest rates went up I'm literally priced out of the housing market. I can't afford it at all. So I'm going to save. Right. So I can. And that also happens in the business realm as well. Um, So it simultaneously encourages people to save money. um, And then also uh, this reduces the supply of money in circulation, which tends to lower inflation and moderate economic activity, a.k.a. cool off the economy. So the first part of that is it reduces the supply of money in circulation because people are not borrowing. So we have some people that say, uh-uh, I can't uh, do it man. right now. I'm going to uh. postpone. I'm going to wait. I'm going to save. Yeah. And so the hope is that it will lower inflation. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about inflation and I'm thinking about higher gas. Groceries. <laughs> my groceries. <laughs> um, but we're also in realms of houses. We're looking at, oh my goodness, the housing prices are exploding. And so they're hoping that this measure will cool that down and that house housing will either um, decrease in costs, you know, or stabilize yeah. or both. Yeah. Cause I mean that the housing market usually is a reflection of the overall, it, 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 it the overall economy. Right. And what I thought stood out, Shire, is that this is to temper spending for uh, businesses and individuals, right? Because if if, if uh, credit, you know, costs more, then, you know, it affects businesses too. So maybe they're thinking that's going to quell some of the hiking of the price. I, I don't I don't know, but it, they definitely are increasing this to affect the housing market. There's no doubt yes. about that. Yes. So. With that said, I mean, w- w- what does that mean, Shire? Does that mean that you housing know, will drop next year? Right. You know what? What is this article saying, or what is the projection? Yeah, I, I, we're definitely going to dig into that. But before we do that, Shire, I thought this was really interesting. I'm going to try to put uh, throw this up on the screen on the on the on the jumbotron here. Okay. Uh, let's try something different. Uh, okay, Ooh. that's not great, but there we go. There we go. Uh, so here's the thing. The fact that, uh, you know, so Zillow's making their forecast. Okay. But let's talk about what a higher interest rate does to the payment child. Because yes. I think like that is, is, was, was very profound with us. Right. Just even a point change in the, in your interest rate can really affect what you're paying what you're on paying. the life of the loan. Right. So let's, let's go ahead and dig on that. So at a 3.11 fixed mortgage rate in December, a borrower would owe a principal and interest payment of $2,138 on a $500,000 mortgage. Okay. Now that payment would spike to $2,718 if taken out 
at a interest rate of 5.11. So just increasing the interest rate two percentage points, mm-hmm. uh, you see the difference in payment, right? So almost we got six hundred dollars, almost six hundred more dollars a month, a month. Okay, over thirty years. Yes. So what's that over the life of the loan? Over the course of a thirty-year loan, that's almost an additional. No, it's not almost. That's an additional two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. That's on but see the thing is when you're purchasing a home, you're already gonna pay beyond yes. the sticker price because there's interest. And yes. so the thing here is that you're gonna pay, you know, or that person would pay an additional two hundred thousand dollars on top of the, the you know, the interest yeah. that they would be paying if the rate was lower. Lord. It's just so that and can I say this, Marcus? Yeah. And so in that estimate only covers the principal and interest. Yeah. It doesn't cover the local taxes. Right. So depending on where you live, you know, that $2,700 payment could be much, could be hundreds of dollars more. Right. Could be well into a 3000 plus payment per yeah. month. Yeah. That's, that's, that's when it gets scary. So that's what the fed is trying to do. They're trying to up the uh, interest rate. So an individual looks at that and says, you know, I need to, I need to take a, take a chill pill. I need to right. save. You know, because, you know, people were just buying. I mean, they, they, they call it a seller's market because there's there's so many people buying that they needed to do something to slow down the purchasing, which will in turn force the sellers to say, hey, we got to come down to these people because no one's buying right now. So that's yeah, the idea. I don't, and there's not a problem with people buying houses. Like, yeah. I think that's part of the American dream. People want houses, yeah. you know, but obviously we're dealing with the scarcity issue and the price point of yeah. where, where houses are. So what was Zillow's projections going, uh, you know, heading into 2023? They they project that uh, over the next 12 months, their initial projection was that homes would increase, continue to increase 19%, right? Mm-hmm. Which is up to, yeah, up to 19%, which is crazy. Now with the Fed adjustment, the Fed think they're really doing something, right? The they Fed, are. They are, but they think they're really going to, we're really going to bring that down. That 19%, they're going to bring that down. Well, Zillow is saying with the Fed's increase, they're looking at a going from 19% to 14%. That's still too much. Of growth. <laughs> of growth, right. So they're still projecting 14% growth over the say, next 12 okay, months. I would rephrase that, right? Because. Yes. It's too much growth if you're trying to get into the housing market. Ooh. But if you own a home Ooh. and you hear, wow, zesty. my that is equity, yeah. right? You yeah. see, wow, the value of my home, according to Zillow and their prediction, yeah. which the prediction can continue to change because they've already changed from their original prediction based right. off what you shared. You know, that that is more equity in your home. That's more wealth. Yeah. Oh, well, well. You just opened up a whole can of worms, Shai, so let's Uh go there. Are we, and people like us, who already are homeowners and, you know, uh, can can handle it and, 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 you know, and all that good stuff, are we being greedy? No. Because I hear a little greed coming from you, Shai. You want to get your, you want your equity. You want your your stuff to to, to be up, as the young people say. But what about those who can't get in the market, Shai? What about them? Well, the other piece is that we're still investors and we are trying to we're trying to buy a rental property right now and so the increase in interest rate is likely to impact us as well Mm -hmm. 
Let's kill or be killed yeah. out here in these streets. That's what it sounds like. Just get to everybody. No. <laughs> Either you the one killing or you the one getting anyway. killed. Anyway, but you know, I, I just think it's very interesting. That, uh, but that's that's not how the world works, yeah. right? We can't say, oh, it's it's not fair. It's so capitalism, man. You know, gotta have winners and losers in a capitalistic society, why which you we say are. It like that. The debt. That's just that's not that's me. You. That's just the, what capitalism is. You know what I mean? Well, Unfortunately. But when I also look at this, it's like, well, who is this change going to impact the most? Mm. And I can't help but think that it's going to impact black families yeah. that are wanting to buy their first home. I mean, clearly, it's going to impact everyone yeah. to some degree. But when they make policies like this, yeah. that's who it impacts the most. That's just my opinion. Right, right. Well, um, well let's talk about this, Shire, because... Uh, Let's dig a little further uh, on this article because Zillow is projecting still looks like still large growth. Uh, but do you agree? Because I gotta, it's just a prediction. If they can predict, you can predict. And, and, and what do you think? I think it's going to continue to grow. Okay. I think the fourteen percent feels about right. I think a thing might keep growing even more, Shire, because we're wrestling against two different things. Mm-hmm. I understand what the Fed is trying to do. Trying to temper uh, people's willingness to buy. Can they right? temper these gas prices? <laughs> you want to temper some? <laughs> temper, temper that, Biden. But what we're also wrestling against is scarcity. Mm-hmm. There's just not enough homes for the amount of humans we have in the United States of America, and so right, especially in certain cities. Yeah, you definitely see it here. And and you got you got investors. You have uh, mom and pop investors who want more. So we we got more. I want. 20 houses just for me. Mm-hmm. You got people who want 20, 30, uh, 100 for doors you, for just them. But other people live in those yeah, houses. Yeah, you live there. Yeah. Um, some people are using or investors that invest in short-term rentals. Those don't those don't help yeah. housing, right? You're right. So you got that. You got scarcity. You just don't have enough homes. Uh, mm-hmm. In 2009, during the crash, we were building homes at such a, a high rate and we were left uh, with people who weren't eligible, um, you know, who weren't preferred buyers, weren't good buyers. So we had a lot of vacant homes. We went through that. And be- since from 2009, the, uh, the housing market crash to current, they never picked back up the pace of building. Right. So now we're in a much better place economically. People are ready to buy. And they didn't buy. They didn't build at the same at, 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 at that pace right so we see the effects of that now we just don't have enough homes it's that and it's the affordability piece i mean just look at this zillow article uh the nerve of them to give a house that was a five hundred thousand dollar house like we just read it like that was nothing yeah. you know what i'm saying like oh five hundred five hundred thousand we just kind of just kept going yeah but i mean that's the reality is that people are Having to pay a half a million dollars, especially in our area, mm-hmm. more, um, just to be able to to buy a, a house. So yeah. it is a scarcity, and then it's also the affordability piece. And yes, I understand, you know, the hike in in interest, you know, but if it makes homes less affordable, right? Then is it worth it? Right. That's you a know, good, that's... and I think time will tell, you know, and we'll see over time what will happen with these prices. But based on your prediction, you saying things is on up and up. Things is go- it's up, Shire. And so even like so Zillow predicted 19 percent over the t- next 12 months. And then growth. they changed it. Then they to... changed it to 14. Yeah. 
any one of those figures, this article says, each of those figures uh, compared to the annual average of 4.6% is still it's still crazy, right? And so, but I want to pull up the article one more again, Shira, okay. because Zillow has their predictions, but there are other uh, institutions that have different predictions. So let's go over that. So over the coming year, CoreLogic predicts that home prices are set to decelerate to a 5% rate of growth. Uh, The Mortgage Bankers Association says home prices are poised to rise at about 4.8% over the coming 12 months, while Fannie Mae predicts home prices will rise at at 11.2% growth. So, or excuse me, Fannie Mae says that's for this year. And going into 2023, which is what we're talking about in, for this episode, mm-hmm. they're looking at 4.2 percent growth. Yeah, so, so more of what it has historically, historically been, been. I guess many years ago. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on that, Shire? Are you more in line with that? Let me. You asking me? Let me put you on the spot. What you think? Where you think it's going to go? You think it's going? to... I think it's going to rise. Yeah. But I also think that no one really knows. No one knows. I mean, we thought COVID was just going to crash, crash everything, yeah. you know, and when it, it, it didn't, yeah. you know, so I, I do think that housing costs will continue to go up because of what you mentioned, scarcity, mm-hmm. and then also that affordability piece, which more people will be inclined to rent because of that. Yeah. Um, and let's just address the elephant in the room, Shire. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying to get in the market. I'm pissed at all of these numbers. Ain't none of these numbers what I want to see because it's too high now. Mm -hmm. So if it increases by 4.2%, which is a, you know, is is on the low end or 19% on the high end, I still can't get in. I can't, this is double dutch and I can't figure out how to get up in this thing. You know, I don't want to sound like rude, Mm -hmm. but I, I do think that we have to try to compete. Okay. You know, I we live in an expensive state. I know many folks live in expensive areas, and you can say, "Well, let's just move. Maybe we'll yeah. have a better life." I mean, we talked about moving yeah. a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah. But you know, part of me is just like we have to find a way to compete mm-hmm. in this market, and we have to be smart with our money because you really fairness, have no choice. Fairness is really not in the equation. As, I mean, where is fairness? You yeah. know, it's just yeah, it's, 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 or it's, equity. You know, you don't yeah. even see you don't see that. You know, in in housing, and so it's like, okay, well, how do I compete, I, or do you wait? Yeah, or do you? You know, what do you do? I like this back and forth. Okay, you know why, Shire? Because I feel like we're arguing, we're arguing di- uh, different for each you know different side here. Mm-hmm. So my thinking is. I don't have my first single family home. I'm a renter. Okay. I'm listening to Black Mary Dead Free, man. Y'all inspired, y'all inspiration. But I'm trying to get one. Okay. Right? Y'all got multiple. And people got more than what people we got. People got more than what we got, right? See, run your own race. Run right. Run your own race. I agree. But go your own pace. I want I don't want the market to increase selfishly because I'm trying to get a home. So do you get it now? Or do you what do you do? Mm. I'm sorry, I threw you off. That's a good one. We'll come back to that. Okay. But I'm really speaking to the psychology of like what we think about like Jeff Bezos or somebody. Like I know this is not an apples to apples comparison. I don't think about him. But what you know how 
people think about the hyper rich. It's like, dude, when do you have enough? Dude, when do you have enough equity? Y'all, you already got homes. Y'all already can the equity not grow for one year so I can get in, you know. I'm just playing the devil's advocate. What do you say to that? I say that's just not how it works. <laughs> there was a I time when I was younger and houses were, they were new development. Mm -hmm. And I was younger. I remember sitting on a bus, seeing houses go up for like, you know, did I say how much already? I think no. it's around like two ninety nine or something like that. And I thought to myself, I'll never I'll be never able to be afford able. that. I, I was a child that. thinking that, you know. And that. I think I thought that at another point in our marriage, mm -hmm. um, uh, we we thought we were just going to rent. We were just going to be living yes. in an apartment. Oh, and during the housing boom, we applied for a loan, and I thought there's no way I can even afford this. Mm -hmm. So we didn't follow through on it, and the market crashed, and then it presented an opportunity for us to get in. Right. But there's no guarantee that that will ever happen again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So what was your question? Look, I didn't ramble. You, no, you did good. I think you kind of touched my question. Uh, you had a good question, and I said I was going to come back to it. I, I, I forgot. Well, the was. question was, if forecasts are saying houses are going to be more expensive a year from now, does that mean that now is a good time to get into the housing market? Great question. Absolutely. Marcus. Absolutely. You can wait if you want to. See, my, my thing is, if you're waiting because you have to, if you're waiting because uh, I don't have enough right now, uh, I'm trying to maybe pay some things down or mm -hmm. I'm trying to build in this area. Uh, I have, uh, you know, some opportunity to grow here. Once that growth happens, then I'll be better served and, and better able to get in to the market. That's perfect. That, that makes sense. But if you got the money, you got the money. If you can make it happen. Mm -hmm. And you're banking on a crash, boy. That's a gamble. You gamble. You 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 might as well take all your money and go to go to Reno like we did a couple of weeks ago and put it all on something because you are really gambling because this thing this thing's going up, man. This thing's going up, Shire. I'm trying to tell you. That's what you believe. That's what I believe. That's what we I don't believe. know for I'm sure. Not a, I'm not a prophet, like I said on the other podcast, but I think I think it's going up. So I say to get in now, it's high. It was high when we when we got in. When we bought our single family home, yeah. Shire, we thought I never would. It's we didn't even think the house yeah. was worth that. Like we was like, that's too much. It's kind of yeah. It felt like it was at like the top of our budget. Yeah, we would want to pay. But we could do it. We pushed through. Uh, we did it as smart as we could by yep. selling our primary and and putting more than the average person would put mm -hmm. on the house as a down payment and we just we made it happen and look at it now it's grown since then you know we didn't know it was going to grow there was no way to predict but it did and yeah. so what do you think Shire? same question to you is it now the time to buy if you got it mm. yes <laughs> if if you can you can afford it if mm. it fits in your budget and you won't be house poor you should consider it, you know. Would you say the same for people who want to get into uh, investing? Mm-hmm. Same thing? Mm -hmm. Yep. If it makes sense, if it's going to cash flow, yeah. then I say, you know, go for it. So that's funny because I remember speaking at this women's virtual real estate conference mm -hmm. and someone asked, you know, are you still buying 
real estate in the midst of COVID? I said, yes. Yeah. I said, you could either be buying real estate or you could be sitting on the, on the sidelines. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we made, you know, those three purchases that we made last mm-hmm. year. Now the, now the interest has gone up higher. So yeah. they were in the conference and they said, I'm going to wait till things get better. Ain't and that crazy how that Money works will out. cost you more. So yeah. the best time is always now. Yeah. Um, if you can afford it, if it makes financial sense, mm-hmm. it needs to make sense, mm-hmm. make it make sense, you know, yeah. um, then it could be, it could yeah. be, it could be a good time for somebody. Yeah. Well, one thing we know for sure, and this article really highlights that, uh, here at the end, as we close, one thing we know for sure is we don't know nothing. Uh, <laughs> this is all predictions, speculation, speculation. Uh, this article highlights how Zillow, said heading into 2020 because of the COVID uh, you know 19 outbreak I hope we don't get demonetized by me saying that what did you say? I said the C word you really shouldn't say it on YouTube Oh. Uh, but we'll see what happens anyway it's it predicted that it was going to be a, a crash heading mm-hmm. into 2020 or it was going to be something was going to really, it was going to be a major fall. Right. <laughs> I remember that. And it did everything but fall. So this is all speculation, but it's, it's, it's something that you want to be keeping your eye on. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you're trying to get into the market, uh, either for your primary residence or as an investor, you want to definitely keep an eye on what's going on. Look at, look into, look into these predictions. But Shire, I think you said it best. What you told those ladies? Can you tell, tell, tell me what you told the lady to ask you one more time? We're gonna close out on that. Oh Lord, it's a good time to be on the spot now. Now, that's what I, that's what I said, and I, I hope some of them follow through. But you just yeah. never know. Never know, but hopefully we were able to share something with you guys to kind of get those brains churning. Right. Uh, like, what do you think? What do you all think? Yeah. I'm curious to know. Curious to know. So yeah, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, do us a huge favor and leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're viewing this on. Uh, leave us a five-star and write a little something there in the caption. Let us know what you think. And when you're done doing that, hop on over to your email and email us at blackmarrieddebtfree at gmail.com. Say, hey, I left you guys a review. And we're going to reply with a gift. We're going to be gifting you our master class, Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth. This uh is an over an hour and a half of on-demand footage that really does a deep dive into exactly how Shire and I were able to pay off six figures of debt and are now building wealth. So you're going to definitely get a lot of value out of that. This is our gift to you. Uh, Shire, any final words? No. Well, thank you for hanging out with us and we hope to catch you on the next episode. Absolutely. So till next time, we out. Peace. Bye.